Here's a hot topic. Cannonball or jackknife? I, yeah. Now, the jackknife or sleeper or can opener or... Ooh, what's a sleeper? Are they all the same? This is all the same, I think, where I, you're holding yes. your one leg up, mm-hmm. okay? You yeah. Are, you jump in, you, you, go, you enter at an angle, okay? A reclining kind of thing. But you are, and you are like this. One leg is up and uh, like that, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. You are in this position, one leg yeah. that you're holding. And Viewers you're of the podcast... Leg. Yeah, the, the shape Ben's yes. making. Yes, ben, yes. Ben, is, the, ben is in the can opener shape. Yes. yes. <laughs> we also called that a sleeper. I don't um, think anyone's called it that. Can opener. Well, we did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that sounds a little familiar. The, mm-hmm. I, I could see the sleeper. Now, my experience, that one makes a bigger splash. So you asked my opinion, I just said it. And I, and I appreciate that. I feel like cannonball, ha- it, first of all, it's, it's easier to do, of course, easier mm-hmm. to right. execute. Anybody can cannonball. But it, it got this reputation as like, oh man, I'm gonna fucking cannonball these motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the king of big splash dives. But there was like an older or maybe a cooler kid or maybe just the pool rat who's always there who could you know, you you might jump in with your with your cannonball and show off for the ladies. Here comes this jackknife and motherfucker, could be a skinny little dude, jumps in as Ben showed, mm-hmm. pulls the knee up. Does some sort of sleeper magic thing, and the the splash gets all the pussy. And uh, it's that delay between the entry and the closure of the yeah. pop. I got him. Oh, sh- oh, and no. then you go. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh, there wasn't a splash. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the bully's reaching out to his girlfriend out of the pool, and she just starts reaching past him as the splash comes up. <laughs> yeah, slow motion Cut to the Wonder Years voiceover. I grew a little older, a little wiser that day. <laughs> I bet it was someone who was trying to cannonball, because instead of grabbing both knees, you're only grabbing one. And he was also like, oh, crap, I rotated backwards slightly. Oh, and shit. the first one was an accident, and then there was such a paboosh, they didn't know what really happened that day. That was that was, was the, the penicillin day of diving? the fat kid died. Sorry, <laughs> kids, yeah. they all died a little then. <laughs> that was the Absolutely. last thing you guys had yep. left. That's all they had yep. left. That's why uh, a lot of tubby kids have to wear T-shirts in the pool these days. It's still a mark of shame from after they were beaten mm-hmm. in the big splash contest by a smaller <laughs> person doing a, doing a sleeper. It's uh, David and Goliath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yep, that's why uh, Goliath still wears that T-shirt. <laughs> 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 this is looking like a dumb bitch. <laughs> ah, look at you. <laughs> Everyone else oh, is looking God. cool. They've got like we all their, see it. Uh, Goliath, armor, Jesus look Christ. at that dumb philistine. <laughs> yeah, that that steen right there. Yep. Fucking steen. That steen and his weird nipples. We can see them through the shirt. <laughs> Goliath, God damn. steen nipples, puffers. Yep, he's got, he's got puffers. <laughs> they look like, <laughs> like those same proportion as those mini Reese cups. Mini Reese's cups. Yeah. He, had to, he had to thread between those honkers to hit him in the eye with a stone. <laughs> David, how'd you nail him in the eye over those big puffy nipples? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Those big puffy oh, Philistine nipples. <laughs> oh, it sounds so hateful when you say it like that. I think it's important to note that the reigning, defending, undisputed, exalted topicman, A. Joseph B., 
can go straight to hell because he has been replaced <laughs> by Z Ryan B, his his blood rival, who has provided us with provided me with yet another <laughs> golden topic. I was kind of wondering about that. Wait, these are two different people. Who are these? I, I think <laughs> I've been thinking we of didn't them have as one email address. No, they're two different people, and they they hate each other. They're blood rivals. Uh, they've been battling since time immemorial for the title of Exalted Topicman. Z Ryan B sent us a tweet because uh, you know I'm all about the Twitter. You know I'm all about the Twitter. <laughs> Grant uh, loves the Twitter. Save it uh, for the end, Grant. He sent us. <laughs> <laughs> we set aside time specifically for you to do this. We know you can't help it. Uh, he sent us a tweet of another tweet. It's an Inception tweet. Of someone else, someone <laughs> else tweeting that tweet. about that's what that's they how call you can it. Tell, he, tell Grant loves Twitter and he's on it all the time. It's one of those Inception. Wait, there's, a, there's a tweet inside this tweet. How the hell did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like stuffed crust pizza right here. Um, <laughs> but the Incepted tweet was about. Uh, it was just like, hey, remember that weird cartoon that had all of the second-rate Nintendo characters, and one of them was a talking uh, monster truck. And so uh, we're like, well, of course, and by we, I mean me, was like, uh-huh. oh, of course, this is a topic. Let's watch this weird old uh, cartoon show and then make fun of it for roughly half an hour. Um, it turns out this is a show called Video Power, and within that show, again, keeping the Inception theme, is a cartoon show called The Power Team. But we'll get to The Power Team because honestly... There's so many layers. There's, there's interesting stuff in The Power Team, but I honestly found everything else about Video Power to be much more interesting than The Power Team Agreed. itself. Agreed. I'm pretty much with you. Yes. Especially yeah. the commercials. This Yo, could be a two-parter. God. The commercials Jesus. tell a beautiful story yeah, in their own We'll get sense. to the commercials. So this is a TV show... From the very early 90s, I looked at a couple other episodes. It looks like the later episodes of Video Power are even crazier and honestly would be would have been even better to watch, but they didn't have the power team in them. Mm. Uh, so I went with one that had the power team. Oh, we got to listen to the fans. That's what yes, they, that's what they that's what they wanted specifically. That's what they the, wanted mm-hmm, all one of them clamored them. for it. He said, right. <laughs> "Give me, <laughs> give me the power team, or and or give me death." Uh, I believe that was Patrick. And we Henry. tried to kill him. We failed. <laughs> right. So here's take two. We're doing this episode. Turns he's a slippery bastard. But we'll get him right. next time. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's built up a resistance to iocane powder. So <laughs> he's been yes. So good on a you. A little bit more every every his coffee every day. <laughs> so we can run through the different sections here of like the show itself then the commercials and then i guess if there's time to it we'll get to the power team uh so (laughs) right the intro of the show itself to me by far the most notable aspect of the intro is that it shows the kid host spinning around in a chair playing like three different video games at the same time like he'll play a little bit on one control then spin around and play on another and then pick up another thing don't you remember when you were a kid and we're doing that i was whoo I didn't pick up the host's name, but I just wrote down repeatedly, he's so rad. Uh, he yeah. skateboards from one end of the room to the other. He's so rad. Yes. yes. It's a room and he's skateboarding. That's not how it works. So 
<laughs> it's definitely aimed at kids of a certain age, right? Because if you were a video gamer or video gamers of a certain age, if it was, if you were, you know, in your twenties or something and playing your Nintendo, uh, this would not really appeal no. to you. Um, <laughs> but to a kid who doesn't, who never stops to think, wait a minute, how would I be playing a bunch of games? You're just going, <laughs> he's playing all these oh, games at once. It's even better than playing one game. It's so cool. Yes. Wish I had three games. Then those kids grew up to start to make startup companies, which is why you skateboard from your desk to the couch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clearly that kid is working yeah. at a startup. Like, it's not just the what he was doing, but the the distortion on the, the camera, the... Uh, guitar music, all the crazy neon colors and like zany things that were happening. I, if you, I now we are going to tweet out an incepted tweet so you can watch this yourself. <laughs> but uh, I, if you don't get a chance to, I just wrote, computer. What is nineteen nineties? <laughs> Answer. Watch the opening sequence of Video Power. The uh, yeah. the, the room itself is like it's a base of like purple and teals. Yeah. Uh, it's levels and shapes everywhere, and like this is essentially his like bedroom or his uh, his office or whatever. And it's just it's like the crazy crap on the wall you get at like a Fuddruckers, but it's all '90s shit. Uh, the Save by the Bell season wrap. So let's use yes. that. Uh, let's use the diner set for uh, this video yep. game show. <laughs> Absolutely. Got that out of the Saved by the Bell dumpster. You yes. roll out the you roll out the '90s, and then you you cut out the pieces you need for Saved by the Bell, and then the leftovers you just kind of throw together into, into his. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. What you know, leftovers is a good way of putting it. The entirety of this video, the 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 the, the weird host dude, the cartoon, the ads, it's the lint trap of everything '90s. <laughs> It's like yeah. what's left over from it's what's broken yep. off of your jeans, and now it's just the bits left over that someone's like, "There's enough to make a there's enough to make a cartoon." Right, and and that guitar riff is like has enough '80s hair metal, but it's just kind of getting a little grungy. Sure, and they clearly they recorded four bar or they recorded uh, four beats. It's the same thing over and over. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, uh, let's lay down a track. We're going to use this for the opening." The guys, like, all right, we got it, we got it, and he's already holding the tape. It's like, what? If you go back and listen, it's Footloose with one extra beat. Yes, yes, so it's like, Footloose. The lyrics to the show are like, everybody cut loose, Footloose, legally distinct from Footloose. <laughs> it's rad. And then the dude yep. skateboards in again. He's inside, people. This is a, it's like a bike. There's feet loose. There's the, the set. There's the graphics. But aside from that, it's almost like a cable access show. I mean, it's yeah, it's like a yeah. kid doing his doing it in his room or something. I mean, there's there's a level of crap to it that it's. Uh, By the they, way, yeah, there's a level of artistry in all these steps. That kid's giving it 110. percent Yeah, sure. That kid's swinging sure. for the fences. I hope I hope he had a rich career. The, Everyone the else kid I is still upon. a working actor. He's in some. He's part on some TV show. I don't remember, but I looked him up. Uh, he's a working okay. actor. Also, this wasn't evident at all in the episode, but from my research, it seems like the kid's name is Johnny Arcade, which is the same name from the kid from the cartoon. Oh, so like the kid in the, in the cartoon, cartoon yeah. is supposed to be him. Uh, I think I went back to write okay, down names so. of the cartoon characters and still don't remember them. Yeah, I wasn't sophisticated enough to pick up on that. I guess. No, I don't think that was in there, but that is like that. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be what the reality no, of it the, is. The name of the cartoon character, yes, Johnny. Yes, Car- it's for Johnny sure Johnny Arcade. Arcade, but I'm pretty right. sure he's that also Johnny name. Arcade. And maybe it's like so a Bruce Wayne thing where he's it. like, 
He's like, my name's Arcade John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny yeah, yeah. Arcade is my father. Um, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, in the intro, the like opening theme, there's a hell of a lot of karate kicks, which I was instantly sold. <laughs> Both video game form, it would see that, and then like yeah. he would, he does kind of a kick move, or there's a people kick. Yeah. Karate and the best move in karate, the kick. I think so as to not do a disservice to our fans, we should point out right away, like, this is a Mattel and Mars Chocobot hour, right? This, I believe uh, this show is produced by the Acclaim Video Game Company, isn't it? I don't know. I think I saw that on Wikipedia. This is this is an Acclaim Video Game The cartoon is, for TV. sure. I don't know about the rest of the TV show. I assume it is, but... The entirety of this production, there's there's a, there's one person who is like, listen, asshole, this is your last chance. Just put this shit together and get it out. We need it by Tuesday. All right? right. It's a bunch of dumb kid shit. He's working with someone who's like, well, look, you don't have enough budget to do the things you want to do. You have these five things. We got to cut one, and then we'll have the right amount of budget. He's like, no, all of them. And it's like, but the... And hence the guitar that's like beat loose and the, <laughs> the weird graphics. I don't quite get it. The sound, that's pretty crappy. There's yeah. so much to not get. Uh, yeah. n- the tone of none of the pieces go together and none of the pieces have a solid tone within them. It's, it's scattershot. I don't know. It's uh, but it's an amazing, it's, it's a train wreck. It's, it's worth still, it. yeah, it's rad. Uh, some cigar chomping suits at acclaim are like, let's just make a TV show. We make video games. How hard is it? Let's just <laughs> make one the of same these thing, two. Right? Yep. It's the same thing. It's something, some crap that kids eat up. Yep. Hey, and this, you use this... it to sell stuff. This came after, like, the terrible Mario Brothers cartoon. And yes. so they're like, hey, you know that popular character that's, that is like a household name? Um, and clearly we couldn't fuck that up. What if we didn't have that head start going in? <laughs> what if we picked characters that video game enthusiasts are confused by to this day? Yeah. <laughs> what are our biggest selling titles? Well, we got the Bigfoot game. All right, take characters from that. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait, wait. The doors are shut. It's like, the doors are shut. What if we open them? Yep. It's a monster truck. No. Yep. So, the first segment involves the kid talking about baseball games, or really just one baseball game at first. Bases loaded two, talking about how realistic it is. He's doing a weird announcer voice. I don't know yeah, that he's a yeah, specific good. announcer. I think he's just doing a weird voice. Uh, doing a weird voice, and he you you have to go all in, and right, he's kind of half-assing it. It's like, this is baseball Cosell. Like, that's as far yeah. as he got. Yeah. yeah. He heard someone do Rich Little doing Howard Cosell once. <laughs> yeah. so he's kinda like, and he's a kid, I, so he can't do yeah, right. he, He's clearly never watched baseball himself either. He's more like an arty kid, and then it's like, yeah. He's just fucked on this one. Uh, there's there's a list of names uh, in this game that show up on a, a certain screen that make me wonder because like this it's a Japanese game, but I think they're trying to make like American sounding names like Deef with two Fs, D E F F, Powisk. But like what? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. but you think you you're just like these are American names, right? Oh yes, that's uh, classic. Uh, they mention biorhythms, and they show bio a screen rhythms. that looks like it couldn't possibly be from a Nintendo game. I'm like, is that really yeah. from that game? Maybe let's get it. Let's get it and check it, it could out. Could be, yeah. I shouldn't probably get it, I guess. But uh, he calls players huckleberries for some reason, and then inexplicably <laughs> argues with himself. Yeah, another version of himself appears. That segment doing another no voice. Sense. Yes. Uh, 
and they argue for a little while. And then they turn out like, oh, I guess we don't have an argument. And then that scene ends. <laughs> Thankfully, yes. That was the best part. There's more structure to that bit than other elements of this video. So, like, it's, it's worth taking a moment to just pause and be like, oh, they thought of that before they did it, as opposed to the rest. Yes. <laughs> right. And it almost paid off. Grant and I almost just bought the game. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I know. Well, let's go get it and check it out. <laughs> Biorhythms, huckleberries? Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a guy sitting by a pond with a long beard and the bobbers just floating in there. And he's like, come on. Come on. Bite for Silas. Come on. <laughs> we had a little nibble and then we swam away. Yeah. Acclaim almost made that yes, money. Yes, you're very close. So the that's like the first chunk of the show. Then there's the cartoon. The last chunk of the show is him also talking about other video games like in like a rapid fire thing where he's like, Gauntlet 2, it's got realistic sound. One of these days these games are going to be talking to us. Uh, oh my god <laughs> wizard needs for a bottler yeah the sound quality of gauntlet 2 is like a, is awesome at least today looking at it, it's like shut up that's <laughs> the high that's the selling point uh, ah it, but watch when you get meat it talks to you when you get the health <laughs> when you swing wow. your sword it goes but when you shoot an arrow it goes <laughs> Uh, Grant, I ducked when you made that noise. It was so like, like. Yeah. Well, you can tell. You do a sweep of the noise channel down. Oh, that's a sword. But a sweep up. Oh, my God, that's an arrow. I can hear the, the feathers uh, flickering through the air. I can, just, I can hear them whistling. You can hear the bowstring still vibrating. Uh, it's still, yes. It sounds so realistic. I'm, I'm hesitant to say bow. I'm, I'm, I'm like longbow? Is that, is that specifically longbow? English longbow? That's fort, it's probably from the 14th. I think that's late, from late the 100 Years fort. War. Early 100 Years War. Uh, so he talks about Gauntlet 2. And by the way, you talk about like this being a commercial and totally working. He talked about Captain Skyhawk and I downloaded Captain Skyhawk because I'm like, that game looks fucking yeah. sweet. Uh, it turns out it's not uh, <laughs> it yeah. looks fucking sweet I literally just closed the tab on this browser that I was looking up Captain Skyhawk because <laughs> there's this there is one old game that I've never been able to find back and it's like well maybe it was still for NES I was thinking it was a Genesis game whatever either way it almost had me again damn yeah, I tell I'm you a what. sucker I, this this is coming around on me instead of this being like a piece of shit like thing crapped out I bet this is like you know like oh I'm down on my luck. All I got left is this dumb footage from these things. And like, hey man, I'll owe you. I, no, I'll, I'll I'll do you a favor. I'm the king at uh, I'm the king at advertising. I can I can make anything work. Mm. Give me your give me your stupid mm. shit. I'll make it work. Because here we are, all these years later, being like this dumb thing made me buy two things. <laughs> they they buried this show in a landfill for a reason. It's too powerful. Like it's, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's programmed directly out of the Necronomicon. Uh, the, Hey, in the back of the Necronomicon's instructions for a, for a TV show that sells video games. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's a cheat code for Contra, too. A, yep. a multinational organ- a- effort had to uh, combine to build a concrete tomb over the... Encase <laughs> uh, yes. in, in this yes. in, in 20 feet of concrete. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised, though. You guys said... What was it called? Captain Skyhawk? Captain Skyhawk. Yeah. Uh, my takeaway from the very, the, the short clip they showed was like, 
wow, what a dumb game they're highlighting that you don't actually have to play it. He's like, just move the <laughs> yes. plane all the way to the left yes. of the screen and you'll never have to do anything. <laughs> and and it just shows like the, going through the whole level. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's not even like you can see the grandeur of the programming that they put in to make this no. world. It's half off screen. Yes. It's a game that like just just for like the intro alone, like the start screen, the graphics are amazing, and the graphics of the game are amazing, especially if you know how Nintendo graphics work. Like, my God, so much effort went into the graphics, but what about the game? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. It was right, yeah. and the game. Well, you just go right there and you skip through the whole game. Uh, I, I will say though, as a and and we all are in this boat, but as a child of that time period, playing uh, those games. Just the word graphics, that, that was like the heaviest uh, category of any game. It's like, have you seen the graphics on mm-hmm. this fucker? Like, and if you mm-hmm. see a commercial where, that is touting graphics, fuck yes, you want that video yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if my eyesight is, is, has as much revolu- resolution as those video games when I'm 80 years old, I'll be very happy. <laughs> They're plenty realistic <laughs> for life, but people who still can pass the driver's license test, it's perfectly fine. It's easy. Just go all the way to the left and hide there and dodge all the way down. <laughs> That's why when I drive when I'm 80, I'll drive all the way to the left of the road. <laughs> then he also talks about Double Dragon 2 and Baseball Simulator 1000, which I've never heard of, but another baseball game. Uh, I think we could get into the meat of the episode. The commercials re- recorded locally from Minnesota TV. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. Since the Super Bowl, have the commercials outshone the content? Oh God! Yes. With such glory, <laughs> I have the commercials as the number one bullet point that I want to talk about. Yeah, so I have the list of all of them here. And not, I mean, uh, I mean, we can talk about each one individually, but it tells a more compelling story. These uh, ads <laughs> than the cartoon itself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So, commercial number one, Bo Knows Shitty LCD Games. Oh, but those, those were <laughs> pretty those sweet. those LCD games. <laughs> those LCD games, those Tiger LCD games mm. were pretty awesome at the time. Oh, man. That's what's got it on the playground, I and say. baseball. And yeah, there's like four, I played that. four pre-drawn LCD like cutouts, so mm-hmm. you can do anything. No. <laughs> it's an entire yeah. football game. You know, it started <laughs> off with like the Bo Knows kind of concept, and I... Was I didn't remember the commercials well enough, so I'm like, okay, this is a bonus thing, uh, Nike, or I'm not sure. And then yeah. when they showed the LCD game, oh, God, did I lust to move a, a black blob left yeah. and right on a screen <laughs> yeah. for hours. Oh, like, yes. oh, my God, I wanted to play that. I was into, into those, for sure. That was always, like, a great Christmas gift, or, like, you know, somebody tosses you uh, one of the little tiger games where you can move something yeah. left and right. Did, mm-hmm. th- those were fun enough. I agree. I liked them. Uh, looking back on them, they were pieces of shit. But you know, at the time, <laughs> right. Right. yeah, uh, I, I liked them as well. It's really the digital equivalent of the the vibrating, you know, football thing. Where yes, you, exactly. You... I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. At some point, cup and ball came out. Okay, there was <laughs> there was a Punch and Judy show, and then at intermission, someone came out. Hey, kids, ask your mom for the new cup and ball. Cup and ball <laughs> yes. available at here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next commercial. The Minnesota School of Bartending. Yes! Uh, yes. Uh, that's my, my first one I cared about. Who was uh, talking about like his success, having gone to the Minnesota School of Bartending. Seemed like he was reciting his lines at gunpoint. <laughs> it's also like, sad. Like, there's a gun off screen pointed right between his <laughs> eyes. I enjoyed hours of training. my time. It was, I, they yeah. got me a job right away. 
Can, can you give me back my family, please? Yeah. Right. Uh, there's also the sweaty pitch there is, you know, um, uh, we'll even help you get a job. Yes. Like, we'll <laughs> get you a team. job for you. And we'll do it for you, too. Yeah, this is a kid who wants to be friends too much. Yes. They stole my family. I have a certain set of skills. Skills I learned at the Minnesota School of Bartending. <laughs> skills I learned mostly by watching the movie Cocktail. But, yeah. <laughs> it was 40 hours of training. 40 hours of training. Ask an actual bartender at 90% of bars, and then we'll go, well, I came in, and before one shift, someone showed me where the beer was. (laughs) (laughs) And how to put money into the machine. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen someone press the button and Coke comes out of that one magic one? (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah, I know which one's which. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We've got got seven hours hours. of uh, Coke button training (laughs) wrapped into that. I just want to say, I have my logbook out. I've got six hours of bartender training in my logbook. Uh, we haven't got <laughs> up and pushed log six yet. <laughs> well, I, technically, they were. I was a co-bartender. I was. I was holding right. it, but they were pressing the buttons. Uh, I, I on the, the last thing I want to say about that though is you. You guys didn't point out the detail that I loved was that um, they promised lifetime job placement. Ooh, what? Which, I did yes. not notice that. I am not sure how anybody can fulfill that <laughs> promise, but I just picture like, you know, calling them up. Hi, it's uh, Steve Carlson, class of 77. Uh, yeah, I got fired again for giving free drinks to customers uh, who let me do uh, some of their Coke. Uh, looking for another job. Yep. And then he's, right away, he's... Mr. Carlson, uh, this will be uh, the 14th job we found you. Mm-hmm. And he, the, the founder of the school... The founder of the school is crying and staring at a curled up monkey's paw. <laughs> Why did I waste for a bartender school? Lifetime placement. Lifetime <laughs> job placement. Ah, I'm ruined. Yep. Start a bartending school, they said. Have a few laughs. Yes. <laughs> it was, yes. Bartender John McLean. Uh, the next commercial, again, as Corey said, surely there's no link between these two things. Are you massively in debt? Are, are debt collectors calling you days and night? And I love that they characterize the idea that it's just like, well, you're getting these calls of people demanding money. It's never like you owe money. It's people are demanding money from you. They're calling you and demanding money. He will, that lawyer will get the calls to stop. Yes, and That's the calls it. will stop. He didn't stop. say it's going to help you with the, the problem. It's not about the debt. It's not that you owe anything. Not that you need money. It's just that there are calls happening and they have to stop. And this guy will yeah. stop them for you. Yeah. What he does is just come over and unplug your phone. Yes. You know? I he cut your cable. Out of the wall. Cut your phone 50 line. bucks. Yes, it'll yeah. be 4 to 7.50. No, he calls them. He's like, stop calling him. I know where he lives. I'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the dumbass gave me his address. We got it now. Yeah. Yeah. And the next commercial, uh, Scrap Metal. Save the Earth mm-hmm. by Recycling Scrap Metal. It starts mm-hmm. with... We pay cash, tons of cash. And it's the same voice from the previous commercial, and he doesn't take a breath. <laughs> Are you in debt? We'll give you money. <laughs> tons of cash, and it's just someone looks over at the old TV tray and leaning in the corner, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, tons of cash, Ooh. huh? Yeah, top dollar for old batteries, tooth teeth fillings, even not yours. Like they're totally." <laughs> yeah. Uh, next commercial, hot hints. You stuck on a Nintendo game? Call the Hot Hints line. One nine hundred Hot yep. Hints. In the daytime, I'll tell you how to get ET to the spaceship. At the nighttime, I for a ride in my on the spaceship. This yeah. is one of those commercials that there is clearly a disconnect going on where 
the unconvincing video game kid mm. uh, de- flatly delivering his lines. Um, he's either doing this for an, like, uh, like an uncle and knows it's not cool or has never seen a video game before in his life. So he's either the world's best Amish actor or knows his <laughs> uncle's a lame making him say shit. The kid was writing his lines as he was saying them. He's like, maybe I should say like, um, hey, give me some hints. But then that's like that's the uh, yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. he's looking over the back of the couch, so he looks down and you. And... Yeah. Wow! Free hints to help me get through. <laughs> this is right. To get through Super Mario. For but, the brothers. Now I can play the game where the superhero is animated with like clutch cargo level animation of like it's yeah. clear like a guy's yeah. mouth moving and, and just. Yeah. <laughs> I and I highlight the nine hundred because as a kid there were, that was like a, a joke like because nine hundred meant sex line you know mm-hmm. and it's a pay the, line of some it kind. opens up before the kid the, the the kid who can is writing his lines the very first line is a sexy woman's voice. Saying one nine hundred hot hints, it's yeah. totally like this is the sex line for kids equivalent. Like, yeah. I got a lady; she does nine hundred voices. Uh, I know, you know, it's usually reserved for adult, but we can have her do our video game one. Yep. Could could you be a little less sl- slutty this time? Right. Yeah, I got one voice, honey. Yeah. <laughs> you want to sell a nine hundred number? This is how you sell nine hundred numbers. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about kickle cubicle, but. It- Kid, why don't you reach in your pants and I'll teach you how to do something a little more fun than playing those Nintendo games. Uh, Start some God. Koopa Black magic in my pants. Uh. <laughs> Whoa, my bean vine's rising. Oh. <laughs> what in the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to deliver them without laughing in the middle. But anyway. Welcome to the first time that sentence has ever been said ever. <laughs> <laughs> my bean vines rising. Whoa. Radical. Whoa, my bean vines rising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can think of so many porns when that exact sentence was uttered. I mean, they're just, right. that's what they all say, right? That's what they all say. Every I had a bean time that was rising, and I didn't mean it in a sexual way, and people were just like, Shh, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> oh, God, you're bean." There's no bind. good way to say it. <laughs> no, it's, I really have a bean vine rising. Uh-huh. I, I just want the coins. <laughs> there are children here. Uh, anyway, so speaking of bean vines, um, <laughs> next commercial Genesis does what Nintendo don't. A oh, classic, yeah. classic. Shit. I was Classic like, shots fired, man. You don't see oh, two yeah. companies go at each other like like in name that blatantly. I was really impressed with that. Advertising right during the Nintendo TV show, too. Yes. That's like, your man's a punk. Your mm-hmm. man's a punk. Come with me, baby. <laughs> yeah. That was hard. I love that. That introduces, that was a level of like bragging and arguing about shit I didn't know about when they're like, Genesis has <clears throat> blast processors. Oh, yes. And I knew, yes. I'm, yeah, you know, you're just like, well, that's ammo in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to know what this is. I'm an American. I'm going to shout it back in anger uh, <laughs> at anyone who disagrees with me. <laughs> we got a Genesis after we got the Nintendo. I remember blast processing. Yep. It was I remember blasting. Those, proce- those processes blasted. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Then later, I remember uh, recently, more recently, asking Grant, so wait, Nintendo was a more powerful system? The and Super you were Nintendo. Like, yeah, sorry, Super Nintendo. And you were like, whoa, yes. Oh, yeah, so by more. massively. 
<laughs> yeah, and I, but I, I that's processing though. Could Super yeah. Nintendo right. blast? It could, could not. It, it could blast? not blast a single. It could mode seven, but it could not blast a process. <laughs> you get a you get a whole heap of processes next to a Genesis. There will be nary a process left. <laughs> nary. I'm gonna go back because I don't also don't understand processing. I'm gonna mm. go back to my <laughs> earlier statement. Who had better graphics? Super Nintendo. Mm. Damn it. Besides the attitude, was it, it had, did it had have... some attitude. Uh, it did have blood and Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh shit! But hey, it's not that there were, and, and it had some unique titles that we yeah, played and enjoyed. Some, yeah. I mean, it was a good system. We yeah, didn't. No it was question. not like yeah. uh, the um, next system we got. But we're yeah. not talking about that today. Yes, the less said about the uh, Jupiter, the better. Saturn, um, the Jupiter. Next, next commercial. Next commercial. Do it, do it, do Our it, very favorite. Yes, Ben knows what it is. Yes. Accordion repair. Yes. Oh, yes. do you want to be an accordion repairman? God. Did you know there was such a thing as an accordion repairman? Now this this is like when it's like, well, in the Pacific Northwest, there's more lumberjacks than there are in the rest of the country. Okay, that's fair. Minnesota is going to have a lot more accordions True. lying around to be repaired. True. What I love is oh, the, God. I believe it's a seventh month course. And I was like, for Nine what? months. Nine, Nine month, even months. Where, you can, Okay, in the time it takes to grow <laughs> a human baby, it's like, okay, <laughs> listen, this is not easy. Because he, all he does is cover, he's like, we'll teach you how to fix them, how to build them. Mm. Which I thought was a little like pioneer technology and play it. I think two of those, two of the, two of the three don't need to be there to hey, be a repair technician. Look, I mean, it's accordion and concertina. You will never oh, want for true. work. Yeah. You will never want for work. <laughs> I'm picturing the tale of uh, of Twin Cities, where you know someone in St. Paul, they're uh, in the early uh, late '80s, early '90s. Their their dad, you know, they're going off to college, and their parents uh, told them to get into computer programming, and the other one. In Minnesota, or sorry, Minneapolis, their parents told them to get into accordion repair. Um, <laughs> it's the way of the future, yep. and uh, one of them did better than the others. Yes. I yeah. took the accordion less uh, traveled and it made all the difference. <laughs> I, there was a part that I liked. Uh, financial aid still available. Yes, financial <laughs> aid for accordion school. Oh, dear God. Uh, oh, oh, God. That is a bad investment. If I Good found out that any bad. of my retirement funds was somehow invested in a, in offering financial aid to teach people how to repair Ooh. accordions, I would pull the plug on that. Mm-hmm. And get that six-figure debt from going to impair, yeah. accordion repair school. <laughs> it's like the two people whose idea this was, the instructor and his grandma... And they're the they're they're pretending to do it, and the way they pretend to repair an accordion is he takes out this complex mechanism from inside, and everyone paws at it confusingly, um, which is I assume you just do like a spell over it to repair it. At this point, um, I haven't yeah. I, I have I don't have any hours logged in accordion repair. I'm shameful. Yeah. I don't know what's not going even on. copilot. No, not even not. Um, but I do love the uh, the fact that you know you're set for life with both. Like God never closes an accordion without opening a concertina, or however that works. <laughs> he closes the door, <laughs> opens the window. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, uh, boy! Um, so the next commercial. The boss vacuum, the vacuum that lets you fly around. You hold on to it, and you're just flying around. Also, mm-hmm. babies ruin your life is what I, I learned from <laughs> uh, Yeah, they're really blaming it on the baby. Mm-hmm. I can't vacuum because I got to have the baby around. <laughs> got no money because I got a baby. 
I have no time because I have a baby. When will someone make a vacuum quite uh, strong enough to vacuum up the baby? <laughs> oh my God! What happened to you? Someone in the gutter, just like eating just filth out of the trash. I'm the baby from the Boss vacuum commercial. <laughs> you heard what my mom said about me. Yeah, completely crushed me. Uh, next commercial. Enormous multicolored plastic monstrosities for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, man. Oh, I don't one care. of the monstrosities covets an isotope, and the other monstrosity wants to save the isotope. Dude, I remembered that commercial. Really? Yep. Yeah, because I was like, what the hell's an isotope? It made me... But they're after it. Whatever it is. They're after it. What the hell the is isotope. It? Yeah. There, we there, gotta there stop were them. several uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle commercials for, for their toys, and every single one, it, and they got more and more ridiculous. I was just like, ah, oh, shit, I want that toy. <laughs> <laughs> but these are like giant, like flying mutant bugs or something, but yeah, yeah. it's that like every why. color in the yeah, rainbow. They're enormous. They are That's plastic monstrosities. You could, you could knock your brother's tooth out with one of these. Yeah. <laughs> I assume there's a reference Can't happening there. you just there? pictured like, Kind of flying that bad boy around and. <laughs> Damn, I Ooh, look at him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, next ad, another Sega ad. Uh, this yeah. one yes. for free games. Buy a Sega and get free games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I started wondering, like, was Sega already desperate at this point that they're just like, we're giving them away for free? Well, Nintendo is, they got to find a, got to get a foothold in the, 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 yeah. the market. Right, but also it was you get one free game. You just got a choice of one of eight games yeah. uh, with that Genesis, or at least sucked. in that ad. But how many systems don't come with a game? You know, they come with a, I think this was implying that like you get a game plus another free game. I think they were saying oh. like extra free. Oh. Yeah. But so either way, they're Sonic, you know they're probably. trying to trying to compete. Yeah, sure. Um, then we have an ad for an animated Peter Pan show. I remember which watching I remember. that. Yep. And then um, there was another different. Ad for enormous multicolored plastic monstrosities for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> this time involving a mutant pizza chef who throws killer pizza. Yeah. That's how you take out a pizza. See how that joke works? There you um, go. What uh, I remember that episode, by the way. I get it. Uh, <laughs> so what I love here is think of the think of the the range of commercials we've seen here. Like who's in debt up to their eyeball, but also is gonna buy some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> the coolest kid in town. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who yeah, buys so beer for underage kids is who that is. Oh, that's okay. a good point. So, you know, most I, I understand video game and toy commercials during this because your audience are kids, but uh, are they assuming it's also like their depressed yeah. parents? They're depressed, out of work parents. They're going right. to be home at night. It's right who's now. home? Who's home watching it? Right? Yeah. Are you watching a terrible cartoon with your kids? I bet you're <laughs> yes. broke. Yeah. Want to fix an accordion? Does your kid have any metal? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my baby's got a bunch of scrap metal just sitting over there. Yeah. <laughs> I like, you know, the guy's trying. It's like he's down on his luck, but he's trying to get himself out of his bad condition. It's like, hey, are you guys hiring? I'm sorry, kid. Unless you can repair an accordion, I got nothing for you. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what? I'll see you in nine months. That's what they all say. <laughs> You'll get washed out. You're a bum. <laughs> he comes back. All the accordions have been repaired. This and they they, they fixed them too well. They're never gonna break. Oh yeah. And then he hands him a concertina. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's he's holding, he's showing his business card, but then he moves his thumb and it says "and concertina." <laughs> oh, right this way, sir. Right this way. Yeah. <laughs> we got a mountain of concertinas. There's a concertina in the corner, just water rushing out of it. His <laughs> water's like, it's sparking. And <laughs> yeah, it sparks do. Okay, episode Smoke's over. That's the best business card ever. Is an accordion business card that gets wider when you pull on it. Uh, it's like oh, done it. card. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we did it. That is the coolest. <laughs> yes. Now I want to be an accordion repair man so that I can have the accordion business card. I'll be right back. Fuck. I need to get a phone number off Not of the video. Not if I beat you to it first. I'm, I'm going there right now. <laughs> I got to get the, the phone number off the video. Tell my family I'll be back in nine and a half months. <laughs> uh, two, two weeks from some me yes. time. Yes. Uh, just, <laughs> just think about how much more information an accordion business card can hold. My God. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Could you have your whole oh, life story on that thing? Where's so? Hey, where's Corey? Oh, isn't he home? No, he's on spring break. Spring break? Yeah, he's going to accordion repair school. <laughs> They're on spring break right now. He's down in the Bahamas. Well, they do an October break, a fall break for uh, mm. Oktoberfest. Traditional for accordions. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Polka. Polka. <laughs> I'll show myself up. So, uh, little Captain Travis, uh, email, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The episode's basically over. Now we're going to talk about, like, the, the real part of the episode is over, but now we're going to perform our contractually obligated bit of talking about the power team, the animated TV show that is like most of this actual show. Uh, there's just nothing there. There's, a, yeah, there there's not a lot there. Probably three, three to five bullet points. Okay, yeah, pretty here's, awful. here's my main takeaway. Uh, the plot is about a deaf girl sees uh, two stereotype criminals trying to uh, rob the armory. Uh, she reads lips. Uh, somehow they knew that. Uh, anyway, the power team has to come and save her. She's in trouble. She saw a crime, whatever. First off, deafness is the easiest disability to animate, let me tell you, as an animator. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> Because oh, then God. you got lip reading and you're home free. The screenwriter's mm-hmm. high five and well, he gives me a thing. beer. Like there was no reason for her to be deaf because it's like <laughs> they the the bad guys think she overheard them, but then it's like, no, I read your lips. But right, you, you could have overheard them. They would, it yeah, made them yeah. deaf. Oh god. Yeah. The only thing this was this was either someone who was like knew someone who was deaf and wanted to get their back, or more likely, they just wanted to make fun of a deaf person. <laughs> the deaf kid is homeschooled. She's yes. not allowed to go to regular school. They point right. that out. Mm-hmm. She has, she's not allowed to go to regular school because she's deaf, even though she can read lips and completely function like normal. The lesson at the end of it was like, hey, I know it sucks, but you're a freak and you got to stay indoors. And she's like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Can you be Pretty a big, much. strong freak girl for me? Where's that big, strong yep. freak girl smile? Okay, yep. the only... Only, this is this was the shocking discovery. I'm watching this. I'm watching this cartoon. It's terrible. It's the, it, it looks like like a French after school special about bullying, and then some weird animated like I don't know who these Nintendo characters are. Well, there's there's no way to even know that they were Nintendo characters, Corey. At the same point that you're describing, I stopped and rewound twice because I we're, we're in the weird French after school special, and I was like, right. did I miss something? Why is a basketball player talking to an anthropomorphic tomato with a mohawk? Right. And so <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought, I was like, oh, I got this fucking sorted out. 
This is, we bought an old after-school special, and we animated a couple Nintendo characters, and we'll just kind of do them back and forth and make it look like it's one show. Clearly, this was not planned for any of these characters to ever meet until minute 20. I'm like, what the absolute fuck? They actually run into her, and it was intentional the entire time. Like, the one bit I was giving them of like, oh, good job, guys. You did what you could with what you had. Oh, you meant to do this. That was the most shocking thing about the entirety of it. Like, and I don't know who any of these people are. Well, so let's introduce the power team. Yeah. Let's introduce the yeah. power team. You know, you've got your A team, your mm-hmm. B team. You know, when you're thinking of getting uh, your, your your super group together, this is somewhere way below. This is, all this of is J L. This is this yeah. is getting What's that after part of the, the alphabet, alphabet? That, that you don't want to be in that part of the alphabet after dark. You, <laughs> this is not the good part of the alphabet. <laughs> uh, wherever it is, it's not the good part. Uh, so you have the leader of the team, Max Force, who is a cop from the game Narc. Everyone knows oh, Max really? Force. Bitch. I didn't uh, know his name. I, I just wrote down Action Man. Yes, he's just generic action dude. He's from Narc? That's the coolest one? He's from Narc, yeah. Uh, Where's his helmet? <laughs> you have Kuros, who is like a Conan the Barbarian ripoff from Wizards of uh, from Wizards and Warriors. Yeah. Uh Kuros does absolutely nothing in the entire show. Yes. He correct. he brags at one point, brags about having previously done something. Other than that, he stands there and does 10. nothing. Even episode 10. This is episode 11. Kuros, nice job. Take next week off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just ride around in the Hell truck. Hell of a job, Kuros. Just yes. When, when, when you're at the end of fighting the bad guys, just stand there and let the other ones do it. Yep. Like, you will just stand there. Do nothing. He's only ever seen in armor. And I'm like, who the fuck is this Conan the Barbarian? Like, he doesn't look anything like the armor-clad knight from mm-hmm. those uh, from those games. I'm like, and his name? I never knew his name either. He's He-Man's non-union Mexican equivalent. Like, there More was, or less. Nobody knew who that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Quirk, who is a maze-solving tomato from the game <laughs> Quirk. Oh, I was thinking he was Lolo from Adventures of he Lolo. He is not, no. Uh, okay. Certain members of Little Captain Travis will be quite familiar with the adventures of Lolo. Uh, anyway, the next character, Tyrone from the basketball game Arch Rivals. Uh, uh, so apparently uh, in Arch Rivals, he's supposed to look like Michael Jordan. But in this uh, cartoon, they gave him hair so that he wouldn't <laughs> look so much like Michael Jordan. Um, the Legally only thing that really happens with Tyrone, other than learning that he attacks with a basketball, is that... Yeah. In the entire show, there is precisely one uh, minority character, and that character is a black basketball player who can't swim. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, we all know you can't swim, Tyrone. And it's like, no. <laughs> what? God. This is the what? dream Martin Luther King was talking about. <laughs> wow. Someday, little tomato children <laughs> in Bigfoot trucks. <laughs> little red boys in little blue trucks. Well, <laughs> in the red sewers of Georgia. We'll drive our people down to the water, but only to the water and not further. Because not in the water because clearly our people, people cannot swim. swim. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that, I, that one shocked me out of I my know. Uh, indifference. Mm. Like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. yeah. It's like, guys, I know we're making a mediocre like uh, TV filler, but let's get at least one racial insensitive joke in here. All right? We, we, we haven't offended anyone else. Yeah. Uh, and the final character is Bigfoot, 
which is a real-world <laughs> monster truck. In fact, the original monster truck. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's intelligent? Uh, and he has a game named after him where you drive Bigfoot around. So that's how I, he's, he's a video game. But, yeah, the original monster truck. Quite Bigfoot. a crew. Quite a crew. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't forget the – oh, yeah. I was say, don't forget the bad guys who are just – Oh, well, there's, the ba- there's Mr. Big, who's really fat. Clearly. There's the dopey guy who's really dopey, and there's another one that they draw next to them. <laughs> uh, that's more character thought that you're putting into it now than they did. It's uh, it's truly uh, amazing. Yes. Yeah, there, well, there, there's a point where the dopey goon is chasing after the deaf girl, but then he gets distracted by tacos. Just He just, oh, suddenly, tacos, and then runs away. That was yeah. so dumb. Yeah, that was mob really bait. clever. Really. Bananas. Yes. The mob's after me. Let's get some tacos. Uh, this is an educational program. It's very useful information because after they came back from the commercial break, we learn that ALF airs at weeknights on, at 6.30. <laughs> yes, I love that. was one of my favorite parts when ALF popped up yes. in the bottom line. <laughs> Legit saving grace. Uh, well, there, another note is that the bad guys are chasing the girl into the sewer. They're, like, chasing after her. Uh, the power team are like spying on them from the clandestine location of an enormous monster truck in broad daylight sitting 30 feet away from them. <laughs> like they are standing right there in the enormous monster truck that everyone knows. They're like revving their engine at the bad guys. <laughs> when you have a talking tomato on your crew, I think you just you stop worrying too much about being uh, covert. You're going to attract attention is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um... Well, that's that's pretty much all I had about uh, the power team. Yeah, the only the last, if I had one note from the episode, it was that uh, at the end, I believe uh, when when the girl is saved, he says something like, "No charge this time." Yes, um, and I'm like, was she expecting a bill? Like uh, after after she gets saved, like, and who can I make the check out to? Uh, what's the process to pay for this? I thought of it as they were trying to introduce a new slang, like instead of no problem, like no charge, like thanks a lot, no charge. Oh, I'm going to start saying no charge after Ooh. the acclaimed company. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, little Captain Travis, if you know a cooler way to say uh, no problem uh, other than no charge, let us know. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, to see a diagram of how to get base buttons or switches back into... Uh, to pull them back into the mechanism without damaging the bellows on your uh, accordion, uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, if you want to see some of those sweet-ass Inception tweets, where we're going to be tweeting out tweets inside of tweets, <laughs> the only place you can find that is by following us on Twitter, at Free Legal Pod. Matt, we shouldn't promise something we can't do. I don't know how the Shit, hell we're going to do we'll that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> If not, we'll tell you how to glue the decorative strips onto the edge of the bellows. Uh, so in case they, they come off on one of your uh, vest buttons, they rub and scratch. We can show It'll you that. It'll only on take Twitter nine too. short months. <laughs> nine months from now, you'll be fitting that bellows furling like a pro. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. If you like the show, and if you're deaf, um, read the lips of this podcast. <laughs> and assume the jokes are funnier than what you're hearing. <laughs> If you're deaf, stay inside. Right. <laughs> stay inside, you freak. Why are you listening to a podcast? <laughs> you know the rules. Classic. 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 Classic.
classic bit. Episode 41. Grant, so uh, your transition card, <laughs> didn't you total it by like hitting an acorn well, or no, something hold on. silly like so, that? So <laughs> uh, I was driving back. Uh, I was driving from Ottawa to Columbus uh, with my friend Zach. And uh, on the highway, my left front tire exploded. And oh, I was like, shit. oh, shit. And I you know, managed to pull it over to the side. And I get out and immediately just go to the trunk to get the spare mm-hmm. and the jack. And I hear Zach say, hey, Grant, uh, might want to check out what happened to the front of your car here. And I go around to the front, and the entire front bumper had been ripped off. It like, had been blown off by the tire exploding, <laughs> as well as one of the headlights. And it, like, it, was, it no longer had a front. <laughs> the front didn't exist. Like, oh, this might be uh, <laughs> a tad... <laughs> bigger of a deal than uh, a flat tire. Here's your problem right here. Yeah. <laughs> You're messing up a front. <laughs> See, cars have three parts, a front, a middle, and a back. You don't have the front. <laughs> uh, Two-thirds is still pretty good. Yeah. Was yeah. so this like a stunt car like filled with squibs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must have been uh, left over from some movie lot or something. I have a feeling that when you bought it, it was crumpled newspaper and painted like the rest of the car. (laughs) There may have been some things from the previous owner. And then you come home and dad's like, did the newspaper blow away? And mom smacks him and he's like, you had an accident then? You know what, honey? This is a really convincing paper mache. I think he's going to fall for it. (laughs) Yeah, you were fooled by mom and dad. They they pawned it off on their own kid. Mm -hmm. Well, first... I oh shit, we got him. He bought it. First I just took what you said, Matt, as like, you were fooled by mom oh, and dad. Like, lonely <laughs> mom and dad. You, you got tricked by those by those rubes. Yeah. Not the punishment yeah. fit the crime. You deserve that. So the flat tire so, total. Um, well, the car, no, yeah, so hold on. Uh the front got blown off. No more front. Uh, <laughs> I went to put the, the donut on, but it was flat. And uh, so then uh, got to call AAA and then like tow, uh, a tow truck comes and he inflates the tire. And so the tire, it was just old and hadn't and just, you know, lost the pressure, but it, it could hold it could hold uh, mm-hmm. you know, the air. So put the donut on. And then we uh, by this point, it had it had been a while. We were sitting by the side of the road for a while and it was starting to get dark. And so. Uh, we get in the car and we start to drive away. The tow truck starts to follow after us and he's flashing his lights at us. So we pull back over and he's like, yeah, uh, oh no, this was, I'm skipping ahead a step because, uh, we first tried to, uh, see like, do the lights work anymore? You know, oh, because okay. the, the headlights <laughs> have been like blown out. So we tried to put them back in. <laughs> they didn't work. Uh, so he at the tow truck guy, uh, did some shit. He, he found like okay, which wires which uh in the the electrical box in the trunk. Uh found out like which color is the headlight and he was able to reconnect them. He got the headlights working, we tested that out, and so we pull out, but then he when he uh he pulled us back over and he's like, Yeah, you don't have any like running lights at all, so I can't see you from behind at all. <laughs> running lights or brake <laughs> oh, lights. Like, yeah, so he we had to cobble together he had <laughs> he had I'm serious. He had Zach chew some gum so that he could uh, stick some wires together. He MacGyvered together some wires. Richard Dean Anderson drives a tow truck? To get the the brake lights working or whatever. 
there still weren't running lights, but he called his boss and he's like, so legally, am I allowed to let them drive away if they have their four ways on? Because those worked. And he's like, yeah, I guess I'm allowed to do that. I mean, if you guys want. And Zach has good sense and is a smart person. And he's like, Grant, just get the car towed. It's fine. I was like, going to say, the guy like, was driving a tow truck, yeah. right? And he's like, I'll pay for it. Like, I really don't care. But I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. We'll be fine. So I forced Zach on a death trip for 45 minutes back to Columbus. We oh kept it God. under 45. We kept it under 45 because we weren't too confident about the uh, the stupid. donut. You were driving an invisible car at it night was not on the invisible. highway, it held the... together by chewing gum. The bo- <laughs> yes, it was held together by chewing gum, mother. <laughs> being followed Wait, by a tow truck, which you, you, you turned down the service of it being towed. Yes, <laughs> specifically got your attention to be like, guess what you need? <laughs> it was not invisible, though. We got the... Uh, Triple A, could you come out here? I'm stuck on the highway. Can you bring some gum? <laughs> can you bring some chewing gum? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's cinnamon. It's really uh, bad. Spearmint. I don't want that kind of cinnamon <laughs> shit. No, we're talking juicy fruit. It's the whole front. Once there was this kid who got into an accident because his tire exploded and when he finally got out his car no longer had any bright lights he said that it was from when the tire had smashed it so hard Once there was this guy who drove his tow truck up to them to fix their blown up tire but when he finally saw it he some gum all over the wires He couldn't quite explain it But he loved the show MacGyver No back brake lights They could not be seen at night And then there was this guy Who asked his friend politely please If he would get his car towed But no, his friend assured him This it couldn't possibly be safer And so they took a death trip for 45 minutes mm-hmm. 
turn internet over.